Welcome back, agents, to another episode of Prime Tips. Hey, this time we're talking about virtual first Saturdays. Uh, there's the real first Saturdays, which happened when we could get together, uh, where you would travel to a location, and there was all kinds of events. Usually it came down to you and other agents from the other side attacking portals and trading back, kind of win trading, but not, and you would crack up a whole bunch of AP. Um and then the virtual Saturdays came along because of COVID-19 and the restrictions for people being with one another or near one another. Uh, and it is an enjoyable time without having that physical contact with other agents. It's COVID safe. And with uh, the second wave or, or, you know, infections going up, we'll probably be seeing some more uh, virtual first Saturdays. They've announced some other things as well. But I'm pretty sure you're going to see first Saturdays stick around for a while. So what's in it for me? I mean, why would I bother to do a first Saturday? A lot of a number of agents say there's there's not anything to really offer for me. I don't get much out of it. Well, if you do it right, you can get quite a bit out of it. Uh, the biggest thing is, yes, you will get another tick on your first Saturday badge. So it is another Saturday, so it counts just like any other first Saturday. And it's easy because you don't have to travel to that location. Uh, so... That's probably the biggest thing, but there's other things you get. Uh, if you're getting XM points for recharging, that works towards your recharger badge. Uh, if you get AP while you're doing things, if you do it right, you can get quite a bit of that. That's going to advance towards your level. Um, during preparations for it, uh, you can get quite a bit. Now, again, COVID-safe preparations, but to really make this work, you need to do a lot of work a week or two before, and the payoff will be on that Saturday. So you know, during that prep, you're, you're deploying resonators. That's going to advance you towards your builder's badge. Uh, if you do a mission or two along the way, again, they get that special ops badge tick towards it. Uh, you can advance on your explorer badge, your pioneer badge, if you're deploying unique portals. Uh, you can add captured portals and advance your liberator badge. Uh, you can add hacks, of course, your hacker badge. You get resonators. You gather resonators to deploy those portals. Uh, you're going to be walking and moving, so you can move towards that badge. Uh, you can craft items in the new kinetic capsule. Uh, and the other payoff is at the end of the virtual first Saturday, there's gear to be had. Uh, not quite as good as a restock portal, but uh, there's a local first Saturday decode challenge code. And there's a global decode challenge code, and those give you a fair amount of gear for a code. Uh, other things you'll see is cross-faction networking contacts. You will, you know, see, quote-unquote, face-to-face. Uh, those agents that you may only have seen their name. Um, you'll get faction contacts. So we talk with those other agents whether it be on the messaging system or maybe they do a zoom uh you know it's a possibility that outside of that cross-faction chat you might get invited to work on an op uh might be a way that you can get some gear sharing appointments set up or you can drop some gear for other agents um you know it gives you that list of agents that you can call to for a blocker if you needed 
or maybe you want them to be boots in a future op, something like that. It also is a real good place to get a little of experience in decoding. So if you've never done decoding, you've maybe heard of it or you never heard of it, uh, you want to kind of know what it's about, it's a good place to kind of start because so far the decoding that they've done, it's been pretty basic and low level. Uh, so it's not something that's really, really complicated. And the nice thing is that you're working with others to get through that decoding uh, to see how that's really done. And you get some info and insights into some of the portals of your area So during that decoding challenge. So if it's a first, first Saturday that is in an area that you play, that can pay off that way. So what are the steps to take part of that uh, virtual first Saturday? Well, the things that you will need to do is, you first of all, you've got to find the actual start. And first Saturdays, virtual first Saturdays are not run by Niantic. They are run by Fev Games uh, in cooperation with Niantic. So you'll, if you do a search, you can find it, fevgames.net slash ifs-reg. And that will show you a list of all of the places that are having a first Saturday in this particular month. So you see here, there's here's a list, uh, the event, start time, and they usually run about two hours. A base portal, which really is only used as kind of a central location for the decoding challenge. You, you really don't have to go to that base portal or do anything with it. And a number of RSVPs. Um, so how do you choose those? Well, there's a couple of ways that you can look at it. I mean, you can look at, uh, those things that are familiar, those things that are local, those things that are interesting. So a familiar one means that, uh, you're familiar with that area. Um, you can help in the decoding challenge because you might be able to identify the portal pictures, uh, and you'd be more familiar with those agents that play in that area. Local is very similar, uh, it means you can help during the decode challenge and make contacts with local agents, but it may be just a little outside of your area. So you may not know the portal's pictures, but there, you can still do a lot of help. Uh, or you just look for something that's interesting. That means you know, you're looking at new people, new agents, new portals, um, the whole nine yards there. You don't have to go to a virtual first Saturday that is in your region or cell. You could Go to one that's you know, around the world. It would help, you know, if you speak speak the language, uh, and time might be a little bit of a deal. But the, along the lines of just an interesting one, or how you can help out possibly, uh, is each virtual first Saturday has to have at least ten RSVPs before it will go. So you notice on the list that we're looking at here, uh, Ankara Turkey only has nine right now. So if they don't get that 10th person, that won't officially go, and those nine agents are out. So if you spoke the language, uh, you could jump into that as the 10th, and then you could make that virtual first Saturday go. Uh, so you, what's required to get that FS tick during the event, uh, there's a little bit that you have to do individually. There's some things that you have to do as part of a group. So in order to get that in-game badge from Niantic, uh, each agent is going to have to submit your game stats at the beginning 
and at the end of the event via your city's auto score sheet and Google form. Um, we'll look at that and, and it's, it can be kind of confusing the first time you look at it. It's not really not that bad. They've, they've refined it quite a bit. So to do that, what you do is after you get signed up, you get in contact with the organizers. Eventually they will send you at the beginning of first Saturday, a link to an entry form. Uh, it's really just a Google form. And at the present time, it's just a Google form really with just two items. It has the starts stats export. And if you slide down a little bit, there is the end stats export and just a blank for where you put your answer. Um, so to fill this in, what you do is you go to your phone or the device that you're playing, uh, you know, ingress with and kick up the scanner. Once you've got that up and going, you'll view your stats from the scanner, click the upper left-hand corner, get your stats, and then you're going to hit the small button on the right-hand side to copy that. So you copy the stats, and if it asks you where to put it, you want to put it on the clipboard. Then you want to get that link and open the form that's provided by your Virtual First Saturday organizer, and you'll see the form pretty much what you're seeing here. Um, and then the first time you go in, you're going to go into that field that says Enter Start Stats um, and paste all of your information. So that will get all the information similar to what you're seeing there. Gets your name, uh, gets your stats, gets all of that stuff. And then you go to the bottom, you hit Submit, and you're good to go. Uh, then you go through the very f first Saturday events, and at the very end, you kind of repeat that process. And this is where it gets kind of confusing for some people. Uh, you go back to the same link. Uh, you start by, of course, viewing your stats, copying them to the clipboard like you did before, open up the same link. But when you get there, it's going to say you've already responded. And you can only fill out this form once. Now, don't panic. There is a small link that says edit your response. And you click that, and then you will see more like what we're really seeing here. You'll see that you have your starts stats export, and you have your end stats export. And you will put your end stats paste in that, and then you hit submit. And that's how it knows how much XM you've charged, AP you've had, and, and all that information. So, again, that can be a little bit tricky when you first start it, but it's really not that bad. Uh, that gets you into the game, but what do you actually need to do during the game? Uh, well, you will need to, of course, put in your start stats and your exit stats. Collectively, that means the 10 agents or more, will need to recharge at least 50K of XM during the event. 50K between 10 is nothing. Uh, you'll probably have that after the first two, three charges yourself. The thing that is that any portal counts anywhere in the world. So you don't have to be recharging portals that are in the, say, play box around that start portal or even in that regional cell. You could be charging portals halfway around the world. As long as you have started 
and you've put your stats in, it's going to count. Um, so the 50K XM is nothing. It's, you know, you'll have that one nothing for the group. Decode a puzzle. And we'll look a little bit more at the puzzle. Uh, that's the one that can take a little bit of work on the end of the agents that are at the first well first Saturday. If you got people that are decoders, they may have it done by the time you start. Uh, if you have people that aren't decoders, it might take a little bit of work. Now, the puzzle that they have is really something that is uh, generated by Fev Games. And what they do is they will provide you with a bunch of pictures. And these pictures are in different columns. And the pictures that you see in that decode challenge, or passcode challenge, if you want to say that, are the actual pictures that are used for the portals in the area. And what they do is each column represents a character. It could be a letter. It could be a number. Uh, so you have to figure out where those portals are at, and you plunk in the information into a sheet, and it helps you figure it out. We'll look at that sheet in a second. But one thing I want you to notice is as you look at this, you'll notice that there's two, these the gray building here, it's the same portal, and it's used in more than one time in the puzzle. It could be used four or five times throughout the 15 to 20 different columns that are in the decode challenge, again, if they do it the way they've been doing it. So you don't necessarily have to know what the picture for the portals are to be helpful. Once somebody identifies that particular portal, uh, you can be very helpful in copying that information from that column's information over to another column's information. So they use or have been using a portal hunt spreadsheet, which is really, really, really helpful. So what you do is you look at uh, the pictures that are in the column, and there's a, a sheet tab for each column. And you identify it by the picture. Uh, you can throw the name in. And what they really need is the portal link. So when you throw the portal link in, this sheet will strip out the coordinates. And then it will use those coordinates to, which is a, this little amazing thing down here at the bottom, is it will kind of map uh, where that portal is and where the next portal is and draw a line. So that kind of does like an auto draw. Uh, as you get the things in there. As you get them all in, it will eventually resolve all of them, and you get a picture of the character that they are representing. Um, so the value, um, whether it's a letter or a number, and then some suggested characters of what, you know, what this pattern could look like. So if you look at this one, it's, yeah, it's kind of like an E, and I'm pretty sure that's what they decided that it was, yeah, character E. So the first column in this particular decode puzzle was an E made out of seven portals. So when you're doing the decoding, basically what you're doing is you're, you're looking at the pictures, and then you're trying to figure out what is the name of that portal and what is the location in the portal link, and you pop that in, and again, it gives you the letter those letters then are used all together to come up with a passcode. And that passcode then is something that's used at the, hopefully, at the end uh, to submit and say, hey, we have done what we need to uh, so we can get it there. 
So how do you make this pay off? Uh, it, it doesn't sound like you could make much out of it. Well, to make it really pay off, you need to do work beforehand. Uh, if you just go, you know, I'm just going to use what I've got, you're probably not going to get much out of it. You need to do some preparation. So if you're going to do it, a couple of weeks before, about two weeks maybe, uh, start farming. Stock up on gear. Things you're going to need, you're going to need resonators. You're going to need a lot of them. And the higher, the better. We'll talk about why higher, the better. Because uh, as, as with most things, you, the bigger portal, level portal you build, the more you're going to get out of it. You'll need power cubes and hyper cubes because uh, you're going to be charging portals, a lot of them quickly. So you don't want to run out of charge. So those things you're going to need. And the newer thing that really can make it pay off is an apex. If you don't have some apex, grab the apex because basically it's going to double all of your AP if you use it correctly. Uh, most of these uh, first Saturdays are two hours long. Apex runs 30 minutes. So if you get four, you could probably cover the entire time and double your scores. So once you've done that, you probably want to scout out some locations. Uh, one of You might be looking for what's called a ghost town. It's an area that has a large concentration of portals that nobody's really watching. Uh, portals that are not used by either side very often work out really well for this. Uh, portals that won't be noticed a lot if you power them up. Uh, so hopefully they're not portals that are going to be mistaken that when you power them up that somebody thinks, hey, there's an operation coming in here. We need to go in and tear that down. Uh, portals that can be left to decay. And that's real important to get the most out of what you're wanting to do here uh, because you want to get them totally, you know, of course you have to power them up to start with, but to get the most out of them for a virtual first Saturday, you want them to decay as much as possible. So you want to find those that when they decay, people are not going to come in and wipe them out. Um, portals that will not be charged by friendly agents. That could be a problem. So if it's an area that, you know, is a farm, and uh, you're letting it decay, somebody else might say, oh, the farm's about to die, and they'll recharge it, and you're going to lose what you could have gained out of that. Uh, portals that you'll be able to fully deploy. So there's a little bit of a bonus there. You take that opportunity to do a little bit of unique hunting, or you take the time to do some missions. Uh, so you search out, and you want to find as many portals as you can, fill them up with the highest level resonators that you can, and charge them. Eventually, you're going to want to sign up for that virtual first Saturday. Uh, and things you're going to want to know when you sign up is when the virtual first Saturday will start and when your charging starts. Now, that's important when you start to look at decay rates and getting the most out of those portals by letting it decay the most. So you also will want to know what messaging system or communication system this particular Virtual First Saturday site is using because you, you need to get a lot of information to and from them. So if they use Telegram, find out what the Telegram channel is, get subscribed to it, and keep track of what's going on. If they're going to be doing a stream, you know, maybe they're doing something like Zoom, uh, you can get into that. That's, that is nice in that... Uh, you can talk to other people. And again, when you actually do this, you might be sitting at home. You're not actually in the field. You don't have to be. You could be. So you can be charging and talking to other agents 
doing the same time, just like you were standing there. Uh, so if they're doing that, you might want to find out how to join. If the site is doing other activities, find out what they are and see whether you want to take part at them. Uh, for instance, we've had first Saturdays that a couple of the agents use it as a fundraising thing. They say, hey, I'll deliver, uh, I will donate $1 to a local food bank for every $1 million XM that's charged by this group, uh, which has worked out really well for a local food bank. Uh, we've had a group that does a drone competition a week before, so they have a way that they bring in stats and they're looking for the longest drone flight or the most drone hacks, and they give away prizes for that way. So there's more than just the things that I'm talking about here. It depends upon the organizers. Could be more, could be less. Uh, make contact with other agents if possible. Find out where they're deploying, uh, where they're charging. That's important because if you plan to, say, recharge 30 portals in a certain location, and another agent plans to charge those 30 portals in the same location. And if they get it to it before you do on virtual first Saturday, you won't get the points for recharging. They will. So you want to try to prevent overlap uh, because you're going to get less or, or they're going to get less. So, And if the portals could be strategic, let other agents know that you're not deploying for an operation. You know, if trust is high, let that happen. Say, hey, I'm letting these decay for virtual first Saturday. Please don't charge them or please don't link to them or please don't field them uh, because they might be more noticed and somebody might come along from the other side and take those out. So about a week before, uh, deploy as many portals as possible, fully deploy, fully charge one week before virtual uh, first Saturday. That's important. And we'll talk about why. Make sure that you deploy after the end of the virtual first Saturday in the next week. So if, say, virtual first Saturday starts at 3 p.m., then deploy those portals after 3 p.m. the Saturday before. Um, and if you're deploying portals before that week, keep track of when the portals were actually deployed. That's because the decay rate it depends upon when they were deployed, not when they were charged. So you probably need to give the resonators on these portals a small bump charge if it's been over the week to keep them alive. And you'll need to monitor to make sure it doesn't decay completely underneath you. And really important, get at least one key from each portal. Because uh, you're going to be uh, charging these remotely. You're not going to be on site. You could be on site. Uh, but you don't have to be. So store the keys in capsules. I would suggest you label those as like uh, virtual first Saturday keys. So you have those all in capsules. You can kind of keep track of what's going on. If you've got multiple locations, you can put locations for keys uh, from further distances and things like that in the same cap. Uh, so you can keep things organized. Um it makes charging and checking later a lot easier if you do that. Consider not linking or fielding from or to these portals. You, you don't want them to be noticed. So the less noticeable, the better, and links of fields are going to you know, draw attention. Check in on the virtual first Saturday chat to see if things have changed, what's going on, those kinds of things. So 
what you need to do as that last week ticks down. Uh, monitor and those portals, and here's the hard part for some people, let those portals decay. Uh, now, a normal decay rate, which I we should probably be in for as long as I know. I mean, they, they, they might change it. They may not. But a normal decay rate is 15% per day. And that changes all at once. So it's not a gradual 15%. It is a bing, 15% right now. And that's on a 24-hour mark of the time the resonators were deployed. So it's not when you charged them. It's when you deployed them. So if you deployed them on a Saturday, 24 hours later on Sunday, those will go from 100% to 85%. Monday, they'll drop to 70%. Tuesday, to 55%. Wednesday, to 40%. Thursday, 25%. That Friday, they're down to 10%. Now, if you let it go one more day, they will decay to zero, and you can't recharge them. So the timing is really important, and as you get closer, you really want to monitor to see what's going on. Keep an eye on those portal charge levels um, because it could be that they decay from other things. So if somebody attacks them or somebody attacks near and they get some splash damage, that could drain the resonators uh, before you plan to charge them back up. Somebody that's fracking off of one of those could drain that resonator way down, the resonators way down, and you let it drain a little bit uh, to decay and they're gone. So... The fracking thing is kind of uh, interesting because you don't get a notice that the portal's been attacked, so you don't really get a notice that, hey, this has been decreased. You have to kind of look for it to see if it happens. Again, check in on the virtual first Saturday chat, see if things have changed, what's going on. Then it's the big day, the day of the virtual first Saturday. Uh, before you start before the start time, I would suggest you go out and, if you need to, purchase your Apex, uh, purchase cubes if you think you're going to need them. You can buy those as you go and store it, uh, but do it early. Uh, most of those virtual first Saturdays run two hours. Apexes are 30 minutes each, so if you got four, you're probably going to be all right. Uh, before you get started, take all your non-charging keys and put them in capsules or key lockers. So the only thing that you have in your inventory are keys that are deployed for your side, for your faction, and that you're able to charge. It makes life a lot easier. Um, hop into the virtual for Saturday group. See if there's any last-minute changes or instructions. And then the start time comes. So when the start time happens... You can, again, you're going to do this from a comfortable location like your home, your car. Uh, you can do it from the field if you want, just anywhere, as long as you have what you need, your phone and a connection. Um, fill out that Ingress First Saturday agent check-in form. Do the copy and the paste. Submit it. Uh, submit your stats. And then, if possible, either check the auto score sheet or ask the organizer. So the auto score sheet will list all the agents and as you're actually doing the first Saturday, you won't have what you're seeing here with level gains and AP games, things like that, but it will list uh, those P agents that have stats that are there. So that's a good way to figure out what's going on. Uh, again, depending upon your organizers that may or may not be available right away, 
So I always like to ask the organizer, hey, I did my start. Am I there? Am I good to go? Because it's nothing worse than, you know, charging for an hour and then finding out, oh, I didn't get my stats in. And you can't go back and backdate those stats. So you want to make sure that you're submitted and ready to go. Uh, if you want to participate, you submit a selfie to your group photo. That's one of the things I didn't mention, but they need they need a, a selfie collage of 10, at least 10 agents. Um, so if you want to help out, give them that picture. That picture would be you with something that's ingressy. So it could be a badge. Uh, it could be your scanner. It could be, you know, virtual first Saturday from home written in, on a Sharpie on a piece of paper. But as long as they can tell that, that you are doing ingress and helpfully virtual first Saturday in that picture, that could be used. Uh, so how do you go about doing the stuff? I would say the first thing you want to do is charge and then decode. Uh, again, if you're a decoder, you might you might decode first and start out. But um, the reason you want to charge is because other agents may be charging the same portals that you're planning on charging and you'll miss out. So decoding is just has to be done by the end of the event usually you know i'll run out of things to charge a long time before uh it's the end of that virtual first saturday and i can jump into the decode and help them out so how do you go about charging now it's different than what you would probably do as gameplay as gameplay a lot of times you're going to do a boost all a boost all charge or maximum charge that's not what you're looking for here for maximum AP and maximum portals, uh, you're going to charge a little differently. So before you get started, deploy an apex. Again, that's going to double your AP and every 30 minutes, you're going to have to have another one. Then starting with the portals that are in areas that other agents may have keys to and will be charging as well. Start by charging those so that you'll get them before they'll get them. Now, again, you kind of have to know the area. You have to know the agents that are around you as to what those are. Uh, so if it's something that other people are going to charge, try to charge that first and then charge into your ghost town portals later, those ones that other people probably won't be charging. When you do the charge, don't boost charge. Don't use charge all. You want to maximize your AP. So you want to charge each resonator individually. Uh, yeah, it does get to be kind of monotonous. You have to change from one to the other and, and bang, 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 charge, 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 go to another one. But to get the AP out of it, that's the way you want to do it. You'd probably get the same amount of uh, XM recharge by doing the boost charge, but you won't get the AP. So you want to make sure that you charge them individually. Now, what, what does that really mean? What do you get out of it? Each individual charge is 65 AP. Throw on the Apex, it's 130 AP. So every time you hit the charge button, you're getting 130 AP. Uh, Now, this differs a little bit. My individual at level 15, when I hit the charge, I'm throwing out 997 XM per charge. That's the last one I checked it. So that's going to affect how many charges you can put out on different portals and different levels so in my example 
uh, when I charged a level one portal, it went from 40 to 100%, I'm guessing about 80% of the maximum charge when I hit that charge one time. So I could possibly get two charges out of a level one portal. That's going to get me 130 AP or 260. I have an apex on there. Now, if I'm charging a level four resonator, uh, my test, I went from 40% to 80% one charge. So my guess is I'm charging about 40% each time I hit the button. So I might get three charges on a level four, again, depending upon how much it has decayed down to. Uh, so now I'm getting maybe 195 AP or 390 AP. So you can see that when they decay more, you're going to make more out of it. The ones you're looking for are the high-level ones, especially your level 8 portals, our resonators. And level 8 portals will have them. Uh, so I did a test charge, went from 55 to 72%. 17% of the maximum charge for the level 8 every time I hit the button means I might get six charges on a level 8 portal. I think most of the time I actually got five. Uh, again, depends upon how decayed it is. So you may get 390 AP or 780 AP with an apex for each level 8 portal that you have recharged each level 8 resonator. So if you want to do the stats, let's unrealistic stats, so high-end projection, uh, let's say that you charge 100 level 8 portals and all of those portals have a 1% charge. And you have an apex on. Is that going to happen? Probably not. Can you charge more than 100 in the two hours? Yes, you can. Uh, very easily. But just using that as a ballpark figure. So if you have eight resonators and you charge them six times a piece, that's 48 charges. 48 charges times 130 AP, because you have the apex on, that's 6,240 AP per portal. If you do 100 portals like that, 6240 times 100, 624,000 AP just from recharging those 100 L8 portals. Now, again, you're probably not going to find them, you know, decayed down to 1%, and you're probably going to do more than, you know, 100. Uh, the other thing is your XM how much you're going to get XM out of those when you're doing the charges. And again, same thing, 100 level 8 portals, 1% charge, got an apex on. Uh, so in my example, I had about 997 XM on each L8 charge that doesn't hit the maximum. So if it hits the maximum, I might not be able to use all of that 997. So realistically, I probably would get five charges on a level eight portal if it's if it's well decayed. So if you're looking at five charges uh, times 997 in my case, that's 4,985 XM recharge per resonator. Eight resonators per portal times that 4,985, that's 39,880 XM per portal times 100, because I'm going to do 100 of them, that's 3,988,000 XM recharged. Is that a realistic number? Actually, it kind of is. I've seen more. I've seen less. Um, so the last virtual first Saturday, I hit 318,000 AP. 
and 926,000 XM. There were some agents there that had over 2 million recharged. Uh, you know, if you look at the auto scroll sheet from that one, you'll see that uh, the agent, and it, just a fantastic agent, 3 million XM recharged in two hours. Next one is 22,900,000, uh, 2,424,000. So those numbers are possible. I'm way down at number 10. Uh, and you can get the AP gain as well. So let me resort that by AP gain. And you notice that, strangely enough, uh, the same agent that had a lot of XP got 773,000 AP in that process. I did pretty well. I got 318,000 AP. Uh, so you can make a lot of AP and you can make uh, a lot of XM to, to really boost you towards those badges. Um, if there's time and local regulations, COVID regulations allow you, you could go out and charge the portals you don't have keys for. So car grassing is a way to keep from having COVID issues uh, or, you know, maybe you've got some local ones that were let decay completely or uh, were on the other, you know, the other team had, they let it decay completely. So you could be deploying resonators and charging during that time of virtual first Saturday and getting those points. Um, you could Lincoln Field if you're there, if your Apex is up and running again, it's only in that two-hour period, so uh, you, you'll get the AP out of it. Um, but once you get to the end, you, you'll probably want to check in, see if they need some help in the decoding challenge. I really, really, really think that you should do that. You know, Once you run out of portals to charge, start looking at helping with decoding. Uh, you can help identify those unknown portals if, if there's any out there that they don't know about. Um, you can help fill in the duplicate portals like I showed you earlier. So you don't have to have portal knowledge. You just say, okay, I know that this is what it is. I find that same picture in the other columns, and I put that stuff in. So you get to the end of your virtual first Saturday. What do you need to do? The biggest thing, and this I've seen agents do this and forget to do it, you need to submit your ending stats before the end of virtual first Saturday. So don't think, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. No, it has to be done at the end of the virtual first Saturday. Um, and good organizers will probably keep in touch and say, hey, you need to do that so we can close you out. Uh, check with the auto score sheet or, or the organizer to make sure that your exit stats are in there. Because if they're not, you may lose that badge. Um, check your inventory. Make sure that you have the virtual first Saturday media item. Now, to get that media item, what you have to do is you have to... Uh, Redeem the code for the local. So if your local first Saturday does not solve the decode, uh, you won't get the badge because you didn't get the media because you didn't get the passcode. So that's why it's important to make sure that that decoding challenge is completed. So redeem that local code, get the gear, get your uh, media, and in a couple weeks, you'll get your tick on the badge. Also, look for the global code. Uh, you probably want to redeem that global code as well. And you again, you'll get some gear by doing both of those. So, 
just for sitting home, you could pull quite a bit. You know, in this particular example, um, I was sitting at home, and you know, I almost got a million XM recharged and and uh, three hundred eighteen thousand AP. The only reason that happened is because I spent the time to set up portals, let them decay, and then did all the work during that time period. So that's virtual first Saturday. I hope that you'll go find one, join it, and have a great time. Hopefully sometime I'll see you in the field, agents. Goodbye. You want to keep Prime Tips coming your way? Then consider becoming a Prime Tips supporter. For as little as a buck a month, you can support Prime Tips as we give you new ways to enjoy Ingress and your Ingress Prime Scanner. So throw us a buck or two. We can use it for important things like gas, food, frackers, and most importantly, creating Prime Tips podcasts and videos. That's right, I said videos. Every Prime Tip audio podcast has a Prime Tips video to go with it because, you know, sometimes it's just easier to see something done instead of hearing how something's done. So, become a Prime Tips supporter. Visit bit.ly slash Prime Tips support. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital P-R-I-M-E capital T-I-P-S capital S-U-P-P-O-R-T. And to watch our videos, go to bit.ly slash Prime Tips video. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital P-R-I-M-E capital T-I-P-S capital V-I-D-E-O. Check the show notes for these and other Prime Tips links. Thanks.